Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do we have a bunch of New Mutants casting confirmations? Is there a world of Netflix announcements? And finally, is Spider-Man out in a month and thus a bunch of news is developing there? Probably yes, because you're watching Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, Merry Marvelites. Welcome to episode 134. That's Wait, a big number. 134, 134 already? It is. Wow. Real life. Every week it gets one bigger, but feels like 10. Uh, <laughs> yes. We are coming to you live from the Amalgam Universe because <laughs> you see what I did there? Yes. I gave myself an excuse to talk about Wonder Woman, and there we will. Because that's canon, so we can do it. In this universe today, we can. Episode 134 <laughs> takes place... In a very special place, the Amalgam Universe. Uh, we are here to tell you all the news from all the studios, including DC, that is about <laughs> Marvel and why you should be as excited as we are. Now, you subscribe to us on iTunes at YouTube. No, I can't, every week. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. You can also find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can find us on Popcorn Talk's website. You can follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at Popcorn Talk. You can find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you tweet out a link to the show while we're live asking people to join us in the live chat, Doom is no longer here, but... Rowdy Ronnie will retweet you. Rowdy? Rowdy Ronnie. Rowdy? I'm going a little wrestling it, for you. I, I, like, I like that. that. I went wrestling. Rowdy That's Rowdy Ronnie. Great. I thought that played for the week. That is great. It was in your honor. Thank and you. And the wrestling honor. Now I have to act oh, rowdy, though, when That's I do true. the show. <laughs> All right. I accept your challenge. The Malcolm episode. <laughs> uh, so we are Marvel Movie News. I'm Koi Jondro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. Joined by... Markia McCarty at M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. And we are joined by a very special guest on the couch... Good sir, welcome. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you. It's so great to be here. It's been so long since I've been trying to even talk about me for so long, and I feel like so much pressure right now. <laughs> yeah, Matt's talked about you. You've read all my tweets, and thank you very much for a couple weeks ago for reading my birthday uh, shout out to my girlfriend. So thank you very much for uh, having me here. Yeah, man. We I ran into you at the movies uh, back in December. Matt ran into you guys in March, so March. it has been uh, a half year hype, and finally <laughs> s- schedules have aligned. So yes, we I know. did it. I'm so glad to be here. Thank well, you. Welcome, man. Yes. We, we have uh, so today's news is basically did, did a. Did we say sm- his name? Oh, we didn't. No. Please, by <laughs> no, all means. Uh, so my name's Aaron. Uh, I'm and, uh, and so he'll give me Aaron. Uh, Sorry, Aaron I'm Attack on Titan. At Twitter, so you know, I did get tweeted by birds. What are they? So I felt uh, like a little like for him. I was like, oh my god, I feel so special right now because it's got so, it's birds, such a great. What are they? Birds, what I know. Are they? So now, great. now he's changed his name. Where it's, it's bark exclamation point, yes. and then at birds, at what bird. are they? It's getting I more. I know. I should be paying attention it's, to this. I totally am. I respect it, man. So much credit. <laughs> so much credit. So where can they find you on the interwebs? At Twitter at Aaron Wilk and also at Instagram if you want to follow my food adventures at Pork is Joy. So you can, oh. yeah, oh, I know. Pork is in fact joy. Yes, I go. know. So <laughs> we have a smattering of news today. Basically, like there's not a lot of giant news, but there is a there's lot. Little, there's of, little bits. Yeah, you there's know, breadcrumbs. It's, it's enough to have an umbrella out. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, and it's every studio basically released just enough for us to talk about everything, mm. but none of it's uh, groundbreaking. So we're kind of power through basically and, and, and smatter in the little bits. Can um, we smatter with that robe, though? That thing is oh. looking good, buddy. 
I mean, I wonder is, where you got that robe from. <laughs> we are, uh, we're going to start with a certain murk of the mouth, but I've got to thank Aaron for letting me borrow. This is, is an authentic post-credit scene Deadpool robe of glory. Yeah, that's, that's, that's limited Marvel product right there. And again, it was because my girlfriend does uh, enable my nerdisms. So mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to have you, you know, show it off for Dude, the show. It, it is so rad. That's why the wrestling, I think, came out. That's why the Rowdy Roddy today. Because yeah. oh, I just feel yeah, like the walkout. Yeah, because you're just feeling yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so, uh, kind of got maybe um, some roads going on there with uh, that beautiful cape. It's I can, glorious. I can live with that. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to start with Deadpool because I'm running the show today and I am narcissistic that way uh deadpool producer basically came out and said well as you know it's kind of implicit in the question it just opens up a whole series of doors regarding cable i think that was part of what was so exciting of adding him to the mix is not only what he brings as a character and i think what i think brolin will bring to the part which i think is just brilliant casting but it expands the landscape again and gives us more flexibility and opportunity as one of the ways we can keep this franchise feeling vibrant and exciting and fresh by introducing elements that are exciting and dynamic and different Excellent use of buzzwords, producer, because every one of those got me excited. (laughs) He's like, what do the fans want to hear? Fresh, invigorating, exciting. Uh, And he's right. Like, I think Mm -hmm. everyone, when they found out it was Josh Brolin, there's a certain credibility added to it when Brad Pitt was rumored, when... Michael Shannon was so close. Uh, so close. There was so much, like, so it became a bigger thing. And mm-hmm. you have to have escalations and sequels. You have to have a place to go where you don't feel like you're retreading. Um, this isn't isn't that noteworthy, but it is a producer fully endorsing a casting, fully giving us why we should be excited. And to follow into that, we have a glorious image that Ryan Reynolds tweeted. This, is, <laughs> this is a ridiculous image. This is basically the reason <laughs> that quote had to happen, so I can show this image off. Ryan Reynolds posted on Instagram a picture of Josh Brolin training, and it's basically a before and after and well the before is josh brolin training and the after which is a normal picture which is a guy working out hard and Mm -hmm. the after is the lofty goals of cable and you know next to pouches i'd say that kind of musculature is about as 90s as it gets wow that's a that's 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 like street fighter level with (laughs) with with the muscles going on there I just love it so much. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to go full 90s cable, that's... that's it's like, what, Zangief? <laughs> that's no, the no. bar. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I just need an excuse to talk about that glorious image and the fact that basically every social media Ryan Reynolds is on is as Deadpool because they're one and the same. <laughs> and in the chat room, uh, Neva R. Williams says, uh, uh, Madison, another dimension, cosplaying as Doctor Strange Fate, hashtag amalgam. <laughs> love <laughs> that's that. That's true. That's true. He has Strange Fate out there in the world. Yes. Bring us your Lobo, bring us your Dark Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Mackie confirms he is in the Amalgam Universe today, and it's glorious. Now, since you are here with me, yes. the next story naturally has to be... Although, even if I wasn't here, it would this, be the next story. this is noteworthy. But I'm going to give you full credit and run with it. What okay. do you think about this exciting news? Okay, so uh, the Black Panther villain, uh, M'Baku, that's Man-Ape, who's played by Winston Duke, has been confirmed to be in Infinity War. And this is big news. And actually, this was broken on the uh, the website official uh, Twitter account. This is big news because it shows that we are definitely going to have this beautiful, like, vignette or just this beautiful slice of Wakanda life. This practically says that we're going to have Black Dwarf uh, in Wakanda fighting Shuri, fighting Black Panther, and fighting M'Baku, which says a lot of things because he's he's a rival. He's a rival for Black Panther, but he's a rival in the sense that, think of your super religious family members, if maybe you're not as religious as them and that you have differing views and that there can be like points of contention that happen there, you can kind of think of M'Baku as that with that between him and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They have, it's totally different religions. He's white gorilla cult. Uh, they're endangered species, but they eat their meat and they 
you know, they're imbued with their power. But the fact that they are coming together to fight against Black Dwarf, which I'm very certain that that's going to happen. And the fact that we see the building of the universe through Black Panther with this casting. Like, we see where that's going to tie in. We see where it's going. I love Mm -hmm. that just knowing he's in it gives us so much information about where it goes. Yes. And then it's also, ooh, who else is going to show up? Because, you know, they have a lot of names in their Dora Milaje. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are we going to get some Nakia? We're going to get some um, Ayo? And yeah, I could go for some Angela Bassett in the Infinity War too. So if you yeah. just keep her going on, that'd be awesome too. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I saw the Twitter and the release of this, and I was like, could you guys like, you know, this is a spoiler, right? Because now we know he's going to survive Black Panther. But I was like, <laughs> okay, you know, this is good. This is still good. It's built, built world building and, mm-hmm. and expanding the universe, and assuring that at least Infinity War is going to touch in Wakanda. So I was like, excited about that. Well, we were we were talking before the show. I think it could also be a flashback or tangential. Like, remember that time? Because they still need the actor. So oh, I yeah. will accept that I don't quite know how it ends and. and I'm going to have that like fabric yeah. in my mind's eye like maybe he doesn't. I want to not <laughs> yes. know everything. I want right. to go in as blind as possible. Uh, so yeah, it's exciting. I mean, Black Panther is the one that we know a lot about the tone but a little about the story and that's always exciting for me. Yes. That's how I like to go into movies. Yes. And let's, you know, let's be honest. This is February of next year. By the by that point, when we're sitting there in the movie theater, do you think we're going to remember any of this? I'm going to be like a little kid and I was just given a candy store. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just going to be there like, <laughs> That's how I think this is going to go. I think as yeah. soon as the opening credits Ooh, end, yes, I'm going to be like, Speaking of these... These were a glorious gift from Aaron who from came in Adam. today. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm so excited to have this costume. I've got Black Panther as a yeah. Funko Pop. Yeah, a little, you know, a little thank you for you know inviting me on the show and letting for me be easy. here. So I, I was really surprised that you didn't have one yourself. So I was like, very thankful that uh, this worked out. Yeah, I was know. Perfect. I know. What I was telling uh, uh, everybody earlier is that my Funko Pop collection does not reflect my fandom. Uh, for I've got like maybe three or four, and one of them is uh, Doc from Back to the Future. <laughs> so, and I think I have an Indiana Jones one. So. <laughs> <laughs> just say it's just random impulse buys whenever it's come to Funko Pop. And the oh, the one thing that we'll say about Doctor Strange because you know Matt's not here. So he's here. He's yeah, so. here. He's here right here. With As this. a placeholder for Matt, we have yes. a, we have a manifestation of Matt Key. There we go. <laughs> and uh, this costume, briefly to talk Spider Man, is to me a lovely nod to the Scarlet Spider's costume. And as you guys know, I am the one Scarlet Spider fan that defends his honor. Uh, so that's rather not only doing that in the movie, but now I have a Funko. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to move on, staying in the MCU, and we're going to discuss, very quickly, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Now, Thor Ragnarok is coming out this year. Uh, we are probably going to get a second trailer soon, but an interesting thing happened on the Infinity War set regarding Thor Ragnarok in that there is an image of Mjolnir. Yes, now, who's supposed to be destroyed. We've seen in the trailer many times that's a very important moment that has gone so, I mean, it's not a surprise. It, yeah. Once again, it's one of those like kind of spoilers where it's like, I know. Yeah. it's going to be back. A little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, is it going to be Fours? What, is, it, is it new? Yeah. Is it new? I was universe? like, are they going to do Yombron? Or I was like, because that whole axe looks so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, the teaser the in the little um, artwork that they released, sort of short of sword, mm-hmm. or maybe Yombron was there. Mm-hmm. So I know they're kind of... There's some gonna, flavor. They there's flavors. Yeah. So they got a little maneuverability in what they're going to do. And but. I love that, like, we... That's <laughs> a priest on the Mjolnir. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the image of it is just <laughs> like... And the caption. The caption's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Worthy. Worthy. Like, I love the way the Russos handle their social 
social media, I love that whenever they post something, it just adds more questions and answers. Yeah. Like, yeah. we know less about what's going on here than yeah. we did before the image. Yeah, but we don't know time frame, too. So this is, this. it's kind of interesting. It might be old. Might could be, be flashback, could yeah. Could be flashback. Mm-hmm. Again, we're touching on the flashback concepts. Yeah. Playing with time, so. I mean, we had an Age of Ultron that was the whole Asgard sequence, dream sequence. This could be from that because it's the same church, exactly. theoretically. Yeah. Yes. So there's a lot more questions and answers, and uh, mm-hmm. let's hope we get priest Thor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn uh, tweeted or Instagrammed this very cool picture of him basically doing his homework for Guardians 3. Yeah. It is the man himself doing a little light night reading. Yes, and you can see he's reading Warlock. And Adam Warlock has been so close to the first two movies. Like, movie one, we had Adam Warlock in, uh, you know, a gestating state. Yes. Movie two, post-credits, <laughs> we have Adam Warlock. Movie three, or movie two and a half, yeah. which is what I consider this moment, just James Gunn. Uh, I mean, Adam Warlock is coming, and we've had three movies of hype. This is like practically Thanos sitting on a friggin' space chair at there. this point. <laughs> like, the Guardians version of Thanos' space chair is Warlock just building up and up and up. There um, you go. And, and those of you that don't know Warlock, he's... A, almost deity like he's he's an all-powerful character yes uh, in fact he's known as him if that tells you anything mm-hmm. he's known as him it's a perfect race that made a perfect guy so he's pretty perfect yes so i'm <laughs> excited I, I can't wait to see who the cast i can't wait to see what guardians like i love guardians 2 so much i can't wait to see what 3 is yeah. um so but that just don't get it confused he's not in infinity war though it's been confirmed multiple times that he's not which is very interesting because news. like how are they going to overcome overcome thanos without right. warlock i don't even know and i like that i don't yeah. want an all-powerful like i don't need mm-hmm. a dragon ball z fight i want a dragon ball z movie <laughs> i don't want a dragon ball z fight you, you don't want like dragon ball uh, z gt yeah i don't yeah. need that them. one like I want the movie to have stakes. I'm going to destroy this planet just from me charging up. Yeah, I'll get yeah. to it. This I, is I, just an epic number of Kamehameha's just some guy not, you know, coming at it. So. I want that movie so bad. Dragon <laughs> <laughs> is so bad. But uh, so I'm excited for Adam Warlock. I'm excited for James Gunn. The man does not stop. He spent yeah. three years on one. He spent three years on two. The second one's still in theaters, and the guy is prepping for three. He is a beast. And thank you, yeah. James Gunn, just for being you. Yeah, that article having saying they're going back to the old Adam Warlock. Yeah, and, and really getting into the rich material and that's james gunn the dude loves his fans he loves loves the fandom like Mm -hmm. he loves his research so i'm looking to see the old classic style so he's just so great uh so we're gonna move on to this that was our 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 mcu news for them for the most part uh Mm -hmm. we're gonna move on to the netflix universe where there's been a series of of basically tv announcements and when tv announcements happen for you know the the seasons and for the upcoming year we get little tokens of wisdom um we're gonna start with punisher now yes derbla walsh is a very tricky name that may have been spelled wrong but it's a very cool name uh Mm -hmm. spoke about a recent tv projects including the punisher uh saying quote i've directed one other time that hasn't been aired yet but has an episode for the new marvel series the punisher which i did just before christmas and it's not airing until november that means november 2017 this year november that means we have august defenders we have november punisher Mm -hmm. goodness gracious uh, <laughs> it's contagious. Uh, no, it's like I, I love this. No, uh, because we've seen all these uh, pictures with uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, John Blumenthal. Did I say Burnthal. it? Burnthal. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Continuing on. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, and I love all these pictures where he's like, uh, he's he's so rugged. He's mm-hmm. he's got his uh, manscaping going <laughs> on with this. His very coiffed beard. Yes, but then 
He's got all the bruises and all yeah. the punches. I'm like, I want to see what this dichotomy is. Explain this beard to me, Netflix. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I wanted the answers to that beard question. It's like, was it suburban dad and now Punisher? <laughs> yeah. Like, was he undercover? What's happening? I don't Why know. is it so quaffed? Yes. Was he doing hair on Rodeo Drive? Because that's what that beard looks like. Um, I'm excited that that is this year all but confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we theorized we'd have three shows this year that yeah. would be Iron Fist, Defenders, we hoped Punisher. And they also have kind of alluded to the fact that we'd have multiple seasons of multiple shows in 2018 so the escalation of netflix is very much like the escalation of the mcu Mm -hmm. uh speaking of which jessica jones season two i love this quote so much because it means so much the shape of the show christian ritter said to rotten tomatoes quote i feel like it's a binge show big time the season maybe even more so than the last even as i'm getting the episodes and reading them on the page they ramp up so much at the end that it's kind of hard to not want to just drive in the next one Ooh, and that's just reading the script reading Wow. That's what I love about Netflix is the way, like, House of Cards season one and two, where they'd crescendo in the last five minutes, where you're like, I could sleep, or... <laughs> like, and Breaking Bad did that really well. Once Breaking Bad hit its stride, it didn't stop. Yeah. Uh, so if, if season two of Jessica Jones is that kind of, like, they're writing it to be... No sleep? That's exciting. Then okay. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that quote mean to you? Uh, for me, it's like, uh, I like that it, well, the actress is totally stoked for this. Yeah. And I absolutely adore that. I want actors to be impassioned with their product, uh, with their projects. Because yes, Marvel, you know, universe, that's great to be a part of. I mean, and uh, ka-ching much. Uh, and then also some job security mm-hmm. going along. But then to actually be, you know, just, she's, look at this quote. It's she's hype, man. Yeah, she's like I feel like it's been show big time. Yeah, like, yes, it is. And you know what? You're the star of this, and you're feeling this way about it. That gets me pumped, and I'm happy about it. I, and I couldn't like the, there was a picture uh, we didn't have it in the running because it just happened, but her and Carrie and Moss watching Wonder Woman together. So that means they're like bros outside, <laughs> oh, like off camera. To me, I that's like the coolest that. thing. They both like called each other their Wonder Woman, and those just like this really cool <laughs> bond. And I love that the Netflix universe is so rich with characters that mm-hmm. we like we when. She she showed up in Iron Fist, we were invested. Yes. When when she shows up, we have this attachment to character because they're not only doing these 13-hour binges, they're doing 13-hour binges times four shows. <laughs> so you've got, like, hours of media Ooh. attached. So season two being that kind of pace, that's only good news. Yeah. I'm, oh, I love this picture. Yeah. There it I, is. It's so cute. <laughs> Look at the cuteness. It's Jer and Jessica. I just, like, we live in Going a magical nerd time, guys. There are, <laughs> there are two Marvel heroines watching DC's heroine. Like, that's amazing. Love that. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman later, I promise. Yeah, we're uh, Amalgam Universe. Yeah, but today's the day. <laughs> See, comics, you guys can cheat. We can cheat, too. Yeah, and Matt can't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> Before the show, like, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was texting Matt. I was like, can't wait to talk Wonder Woman. He's like, it's, it's Marvel movie news. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but. And I had but. this, like, back pocket idea that I saved till today. Uh, speaking of Jessica Jones season two, Patsy Walker was seen on set. Now, ah. That's exciting because mm-hmm. that character was such a surprise season one for me at least. Oh, okay. Uh, I just I expected to like her. I didn't expect to like have seen Steel. You oh. know, like I enjoyed her more than I expected because I'm not that giant of a fan of that character in the comics. Yeah, I I enjoyed her in uh, Jessica Jones, but that was because I was coming off a of Daredevil and I didn't have a lot of enjoyment for some of the female characters that mm, were in that gotcha. for season one. So for this, I was like, oh. Okay, look at her with some steel in her spine. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this. Yeah, she she was yeah. a, a well she was a, a formed character. Mm-hmm. She had an arc, and that was fun to see a character that doesn't have as much of an arc in the comics sometimes. Yeah, get her due on TV. Yeah, and they kind of threw me off a little bit because she wasn't named Patsy. Oh no, not Patsy. Um, what was the what was her name? Blanking. 
I'm yeah. blanking too because it was the, a year the other, ago. Yeah. Right. The other, yeah. the other first name. So that yeah. threw me off a little bit in the beginning. And then as I saw her arc, I'm like, oh, this is obviously. This is that character. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah. No, I actually enjoyed uh, her arc was one of the best I enjoyed of the entire show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just, just enough mystery of writing to keep, but also just those little touches in the room, which she's training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is someone's mystery, and I was like, "Can we push this character along a bit more?" But I'm hoping to see more of her in, in season two. I think Jessica mm-hmm. Jones had an incredible supporting cast. Yeah. Um, when I look yes. back at Jessica Jones, I think of how strong everything carried the whole team. The mm-hmm. whole unit felt strong. Yeah. And and her and Duke, I re- a nuke. I really enjoyed the nuke yeah. stuff. Yeah, the nuke yeah. stuff was great. Because I, I like... know Nuke from Wolverine. I didn't expect, like, Nuke and Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh, okay, great. No, I like Mike Coulter big time in it. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of hoping that that would have been the thing that would have, you know, snagged my mom onto it. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't work Wasn't out her that show. Way. I mean, episode one starts uh, pretty eventually. strong for moms. I've got until yeah. August to, like... Yeah, you can plant that seed again and be like, yeah. Mom, come on, we're trying. We'll yeah. start episode three. We'll yes, get, we'll, we'll get do past episode three. <laughs> um, speaking of the Netflix world, Iron Fist, I don't know... If this is news that you enjoy or not, but I personally will be excited <laughs> about it because it means there's time for training. Iron Fist mm-hmm. season two is all but confirmed. Finn mm-hmm. Jones was talking at Puerto Rico Comic Con and had a short Q and A, and basically all but confirmed that season two of his show is happening. It's not a surprise. It's not really news. Everyone's getting a season two. Netflix and a lot of the new media stuff kind of builds in seasons one and two as a unit, like they they exist. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's had a year to train. I, I hope that he spent that time well. He is a very <laughs> handsome man, and he should fight good. I and enjoyed then... him in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, I I feel like after spending all that time you know, with the other cast at Defenders, it's going to help acclimate to what the world is. Mm-hmm. And then also, I'm very certain. Marvel's pretty good at learning as well. Oh, absolutely. You know? So... Yeah, I think so. so. I, I, think, yeah. I think I think with season two, they're going to give us some more of that mystical kung fu. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no need for so much grounding. We can take it. We like it. And after Defenders, I don't think it's going to be as grounded. I don't think it can be. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll escalation. still be like street level, but comic book street level right it's kind of different yeah i think it has to escalate because i I think season two and three of these shows has to go higher than one and Mm -hmm. i think after defenders is gonna be like the avengers where see uh phase two in the movies had to keep being like the incident and they kept having (laughs) to be like remember that time i can't call him because of blah 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 they had to write in the reasons i think season two of iron fist is gonna have to acknowledge defenders have to acknowledge the build-up and i think season two of iron fist could be the season one the fans that weren't as in love with season one might get Yes. Yeah. That's what I optimistically. Yeah, let's move away from Scott Buck a little bit. Yeah. yeah I and think... I knew that with the showrunners for Defenders, obviously you're going to push a little bit more. And right. That's what mm-hmm. I want to see. I want to give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. And then I, the showrunners for the second season should hopefully grab onto that and keep that going. The keep scene, some motivation going. Him running across the wall and, and yes. flying Superman that punching was like, that was is my better. season two. So I'm going to give it full excitement yeah. points. Yes. And mm-hmm. let Riza direct another episode, oh, if not a couple of them. Be because so episode six was very... Oh. I enjoyed it. That was a training it. one, right? Uh, episode six was the... Um, um. Uh, the the contest the, the contest right where, right. where he goes faster where he starts moving faster yeah. actually embodying the Iron yes. Fist that was that was the best part of the entire season yeah it's where that we had moment. the Bride of Nine Spiders mm-hmm. and the such. such a good episode yeah, that yeah was, a lot of, I enjoyed a lot that of the mortal uh, the mortal Iron Fist which I'm reading now so it's the, a little bit of that yes I, I enjoy the, Immortal yeah. more than I do Living Weapon Living Weapon seems a bit doom and gloom mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. personally my taste while Immortal Weapon is just this fantastic world and he, and he's so He's so Iron Fist. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's that naive innocence, but yeah. he's also, you know, he's a man of the world. Yeah. Now, but Marvel, idea, yeah. what if every member of the Wu-Tang directs an episode? <laughs> Can we have 13 episodes there, as directed by the Wu? Well, I mean, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> who, 
Nice. And Roddy and Ronnie phonetics. gets a good one. Uh, that's so great. But you had Method Man. And, yeah, that's and what I'm saying, man. You had RZA directing. I mean, come on, man. Let's just go full woo. <laughs> this is the whole woo. That's, that'd, that'd be, that'd be so, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And they can release that album they only had one copy of. I want this show. Uh, and then wrapping up Netflix, we have the Defender showrunner discussing Sigourney Weaver's fighting style. This is freaking <laughs> exciting because it's Sigourney Weaver and anything involving her is freaking great. Uh, so this is Sigourney Weaver outside of like a giant machine. Yes, <laughs> what, basically. What she can do when a giant machine <laughs> yes. isn't holding her when back. When the power yes. went off and she's out of it. Yeah. Uh, Weaver said, quote, I've never been a martial arts kind of gal. I'm more of a hold the flamethrower kind of, gu- kind of gal. And then the showrunner said, quote, I'd love to tattoo that interaction on my forehead forever she was really willing to do things to really get dirty it was wonderful i just anytime Sigourney Weaver comes up like whenever she comes up i'm just like more yeah like please everything is Sigourney Sigourney Weaver Weaver. she's so awesome yes and tall i love how tall she is she's epic she's a tall woman she is a flamethrower kind of gal yes please so i just we don't know who she is yet we don't know what the show presents her as but the fact that she has a discussion about her fighting style Mm -hmm. pretty great so there you go. So I just I just had to include some Scorny Weaver because respect to Scorny Weaver. Yeah, if we're not getting Alien Five with her, then I will have this. We will have Marvel's I Alien will have Five. This. And then while and by that I mean a Neil Bloomcamp's one. Oh that man, was yeah. that, that, that one should scrapped. come back on the table. It by died the way. this morning. Neil Blomkamp uh, yeah. came out with a statement today, being yeah. like, mm, "All right, yeah, yeah." It's okay. So we're not going to get Newt and Hicks <sighs> back twenty-seven years later, and so yeah. that's just not going to happen. Right. But hey, uh, we have. Marvel's Sigourney Weaver. There we go. And staying with Marvel TV, we're going to talk about the Inhumans real quick. Uh, they cast Lost, a Lost star, Henry Ian Cusick. Um, based on the IMDb page, which, as we know, sometimes isn't exactly the best source of news. People can add things to IMDb, but if IMDb or someone in his camp added it, um, he's apparently on the show, officially cast. He was in Lost uh, for over 70 episodes. He was on the show, The 100 CW Show. Um, basically, his role is going to be interesting on Inhumans. He's playing Dr. Evan Declan. Now, he's in six of the eight episodes, so it's a clearly a big part, and he's a doctor. So it's going to be interesting to see how his handling of human physiology interacts with inhumans physiology like i assume that's going to be the kind of the conflict is like he's a guy a regular guy and he's dealing with this crazy world so i'm hoping with this casting and this is me just extrapolating hoping for the best (laughs) with this casting we get to see some of the kirby madness i hope this means like we get to see how weird the 70s kirby stuff is how crazy it can go um once again it's just a casting and it's just imdb but that's what i hope one can always have hope that's all I hope. Is, I read an hope article on this. Hope is still in that, Pandora's box. Yes. It is for now. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that he's a non-canon character. Yes. Mm. So that so at least makes sense. But at least will bridge. Hopefully, help bridge some things. Yeah. 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 And Inhumans can I think more reasonably have non-canon characters be large parts because of how long Inhumans has been running and how much they have to shape it for the show. Right. Uh, and it, it's gotten a lot of guff because of the imagery uh, released like Entertainment Weekly and stuff. But the shape of Inhumans can still present a great TV show. So let's. Let's we're here, so, uh, yeah, and we've never had a problem with the casting for no, anything. No, God so no. yeah, they've they've got a strong bunch. So. Yeah, the casting director should be noticed. Um, Gabriel Luna talked uh, Agents of Shield and Sword recently mm-hmm. at Phoenix Comic Con, and he who he played Ghost Rider um, basically said. <sighs> basically, he said that a storyline that happens in Agents of Shield ties beautifully into Infinity War. This can mean two things: one the writing much like the the helicarrier moment or like mm-hmm. these these clever little tie-ins where it ties in but not ties in right that, or or we maybe have a bit more of a stronger connection between the two things which is what fans have been wanting since day one yes uh we the the quote has been tossed all around the internet because everyone wants it i get it yeah. we all want it we want to <laughs> see the tv and movie merge the quote could be either way so i mean what do you yeah. think do you think we're gonna finally uh i 
I'm okay with them not merging. I'm one of those fans that I'm I'm okay with it being separate worlds, but also hinting at each other. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because for me, television just feels so it's more. Different. It's different. It's, it's accessible. It's it's <laughs> like right here in front of me. While movies are that's an experience for me. From I go out to the movies and you know there it is. So I I don't need for them to be that closely connected. That is me personally. Uh, with that, but I, I do like because you know in Infinity War we will have Guardians and yeah. we have it's already a Sword cast of a hundred. So oh yeah, like, I know it's like a hundred. We could add a couple of more. You know we'll get them wholesale. Like, all these I, actors. What'd be really cool is if <laughs> scheduling's the issue, right? Like how cool would it be if we had like a day player, like just a one line or like tiny, like the guy playing Galaga in Avengers, if that was an Agents of Shield, <laughs> like if that was a guy that's canon in the show. I'd oh, love wow. if that was like just a seed. Just gets caught playing different video games. Yeah, the there you go. <laughs> I don't know how I'm not fired I'm addicted, by now. You yes. know that type of thing. <laughs> they haven't caught on yet. They haven't caught on yet. Yes. The same whenever, guy. whenever there's a finale for a shield, then Howard the Duck just walks by. Oh man, <laughs> Seth Green just has a line, <laughs> tosses it out. Yes. Uh, and wrapping up our TV news, Haley Atwell said that technically season three could still happen. Now she did admit there is not a plan for that, but she said that there are head honchos at Marvel TV that would like to give it a shot, and she'd said she'd love to give it a shot. So it's all very unofficial, but according to movie pilot Haley Atwell, is running around being like, please, 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 and maybe, maybe, maybe. So all you Agent Carter fans, I mean, it's a beautiful show. It was fantastic. Uh, it's not dead in the water. It's not. It's not Alien Five. Yes, there's always hope. I would love to see like maybe BBC if something were to take on. Oh, Alice, can you imagine, man? The BBC oh. could take over. I know it wouldn't happen, but just yeah, that flavor, that flavor, the yeah. intense of six, four to six episodes. Oh, you know, now, now you said BBC. Can you imagine a BBC Hellfire Club show? Oh Ooh. my gosh, that that's what I just mind blown. my my mind just fan wrote. Can you imagine oh. like a full? period piece like sex drama club <laughs> Kevin Feige who you want to bring all the characters I'm just saying spend some money dude BBC, B- BBC Hellfire Club sign me so up so great I mean you have uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch that's what I'm saying like you yeah. can make that flavor work really well I know people can talk Sebastian Stan like that yeah oh, and everybody wants scrumple snatch and everything so we yes. should we should just have that'd it that'd be so much fun oh, yeah come right. on guys they, they could Dreaming. release that after New Mutants yeah yes. and like X-Men has a hundred TV shows coming out make one of them BBC and Hellfire Club <laughs> because Doctor Who shows up and then there's Idris Elba and just the whole world. Hot yes! saying Hot Topics just printing money. All of this, yes. <laughs> All of this, like, yes. Fandom. You just want my money now, Aaron. I know, you just want my I'm money just, now. I know. You it's come the talk Amalgam University. Yes, guys. I know. Amalgam exactly. Universe, we can do everything. Crossing <laughs> over everything. We have the power here. It's the Rainbow Bridge. We're getting from all universes. <laughs> yes. yes. Enjoy, Matt. We know you're watching. Yes. This yes. is what happens when I hear Matt. We make every universe one universe. <laughs> That's why we're going to talk Wonder Woman soon. <laughs> So, in speaking of uh, Infinity War, tangenting over from the uh, potential crossover with S.H.I.E.L.D., Infinity Mm -hmm. War... Now, if you guys are like me, Sean Gunn stole Guardians Galaxy 2 for you. Sean Gunn was Kraglin, and he's the body of Rocket. He's the guy that does mocap for Rocket. Now, Kraglin may himself appear in Infinity War, but for sure... Rocket appears, and Sean Gunn had an interesting quote. He said, quote, I can tell you the process for Rocket has been very similar to the Guardians movies. If anything, it's even more painstaking because there are even more CGI characters around. In Guardians 2, Baby Groot was there the whole time, but the yes! rest of the time, it was mostly other live actors. In Avengers, there are several other characters who are CGI enhanced that I've interacted with makes the process a little more deliberate. I can't imagine what that set looks like. That must be right. like a Hunter S. Thompson acid dream. Just like a bunch of green Something. people running around and like green stuff. Like, it must be so much. Yeah. And you've got to pace like the timing with the marks. And like, if you've ever been on a set, like hitting yeah, a mark then, is, is everything. Yeah. And then just uh, where their eyes are. That's what I mean. Look. Like, every mark is, is a variable. Yeah. 
and oh, it's gosh. it's shot on IMAX. So like you've got the scope of the cameras that are super loud, only have so much film in them. You've got hitting your mark that's imaginary. You've got eye lines that are imaginary. You've got people that aren't even around you. Like that is top notch. Yes, it's like uh, he's not real. He doesn't matter. Yeah, you, like, do you know what I mean? It's playing. It's playing with action figures, but three hundred million dollars in action figures. Yes. And speaking of playing with action figures, we're going to get to that in a minute. That's because you know what we're talking I'm about. Because I'm very excited about I'm that sure playing with action figures. Yeah. Uh, Karen Gillan also, in speaking of Infinity War, hasn't seen her script yet. <laughs> That's how secretive they are with these movies. She is in Infinity War. She's working on Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Has not seen her script. And, you know, it makes sense. She might only see the five pages she gets because this movie is ginormous. It's gigantic. This is a huge movie with so many moving parts, Wakanda. So, it's, it's, <laughs> you know. know. <laughs> so, we, we absolutely don't know how much time we're going to spend in each of these worlds. Yeah. So, but then also, it's... Thanos. It's Thanos and this is Nebula. And then there's that whole plot and storyline where she gets the glove. This is, uh, well, the gauntlet. Yeah. 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 And and it's like she hasn't seen her script yet. What is going so to happen know, here? Because she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole uh, the whole spin in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with her whole speech about why she was tortured and having to compete. Just imagine she got the gauntlet. Right now she has the biggest motivation to want to take down Thanos. And if she yes. did it, Man, what would that like that look like? It'd be so epic. But right Ooh. now, we don't know. Again, Black Panther's still coming, so we can still get some <laughs> little nuggets. But that would just be awesome. Oh, uh, basically, every two months we get a new nugget. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like yes. for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Uh, no, but like as it stands now, the next like three years, every two months there's like sprinkle, sprinkle. Yeah. Like the fact mm-hmm. that Punisher now November. Like there's yeah. not a gap of more than eight weeks where we don't have some crazy. Yeah. Never thought I'd see it in my lifetime comic. Cloak and dagger coming. I mean, I mean, like, every, that's right. I'm just saying, like touching little On networks. Freeform. BBC man, t- little networks. I never have time <laughs> to like even. Like, I'm trying to read every Marvel comic whilst watching every Marvel property. You told me how many you keep up with. And that's, 60 a month, yes. man. Oof. And I'm reading, I'm rereading Deadpool from the one. I'm at, I'm on issue 30. I'm rereading all of Deadpool from issue one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going back over my classics with mm-hmm. everything. No. Uh, because it's, it's like, um, I, I re- retain a lot, but mm-hmm. a lot of it, I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot all about this storyline. Yeah. So, uh, and then I, Idris Elba is coming out in a movie. No, Dark Tower. And Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am rereading everything. I reread the graphic novels. Are you going to reread yeah. all of them again? Yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah, like, right wow. now, uh, I'm on Wastelands. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, because she I own them all. She, she, I'm, every I'm time it cuts to me, she's that's reading, awesome. by the way. Anytime yeah, the camera's on time. me, she just opens like, that book. Uh, <laughs> I, have so, I have so much to read, especially from all your recommendations. And Priest's, the Priest's Run is mm-hmm. still on my list because you recommend it. So yes, I'm going to reread that, too. Because awesome. uh, if only for the Nakia part of it, because mm-hmm. um, especially because Lapita is doing that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder Jeez. how they're going to go about with this. They have some very interesting choices that they could make. Tweet us, you guys, if you want book recommendations, because we yes. could literally do this for the next three hours and read, yeah. mm-hmm. read, 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 get your kids to read, get your parents to read, oh. read. Yeah, and uh, Amazon just had, oh like, this, they have this huge sale where you can do, like, a dollar, two dollars for comics. 90% off graphic novels. Yeah. Nine, zero percent. Oh, I literally bought everything. Because yeah. that Alpha Flight <laughs> one for, because I want to read the whole Alpha Flight mm-hmm. run. I uh, forget who was the early issues, but I want to get that, and that was like $90. So it Alpha, is now I gotta look like up. 10 Take I gotta, a look. I got to go get that. Dude, yeah, it's, right. I, I was a problem. I uh, also have that one-click setup, so <laughs> credit card. Uh, <laughs> in the Keeping With Infinity War, Josh Brolin... Once again, we're talking about Josh Brolin. That's right, Cable and Thanos uh, <laughs> is prepping, and he tagged himself in an Instagram post, basically with the caption "dot day" because the man looks like this on set, and that's fantastic. For, like, our, for our iTunes listeners, it is uh, Josh Brolin, and you know it's him because he's wearing a hat that says, says Brolin. <laughs> And he has a number of uh, motion capture dots uh, on his face. 
I love that lot. he's on every corner of Marvel. Right? Like he's in the biggest <laughs> MCU movie while doing the biggest Fox movie, and Josh Brolin running the game. There you go. Goonies never say die. They don't. <laughs> uh, Infinity War, to close out, when I was talking about toys earlier and talking about the magic of what Infinity War might be, I want to show you this Chris Hemsworth clip that he he posted on Instagram. And if Thor Ragnarok's anything like this, we're in for a treat. So yes. please enjoy this madness with us. It's Chris Hemsworth being a god. <laughs> it's a minute long. Enjoy. Oh, this is cute. What are you guys just playing with the dolls here? A little fight scene going on, is it? A little choreograph. Kind of set up, who's this guy? Berlin techno rave is just rolled in from 3am. Interesting, there's no um, Thor toy in here. Is that on purpose? Or? Well, the Russos are doing this, so you, you, know, you have to talk to Joe. The Russos, yeah, sure. I heard that before. The civil, civil War, no Thor. What are they all doing? Standing around, kind of pointing at each other. Look at me, I'm an idiot. Tell you what would really happen if there was a fight between all of us. Uh, basically, you go a little bit like this. Oh, look at me, I'm Iron Man, and I am just got hit over there. And look at me, I'm Captain America, and I got smashed over there like a little fly. He's just a kid, he can fall over. He's not even real. Guns, guns aren't cool, so you can hop off the table. Bunch of losers, these guys. I like those guys, they can stay. And you can come with me, because we're now mates. So, thanks for nothing, Russo. I was just cute. I love it so much. Like, not only is his reasoning for each choice so fantastic, like, who he picks and, like, why. Like, he's just a boy. He can fall over. Like, there's just, like, I don't like guns. Guns aren't cool. Like, there's just so much fun there. And, man. He's not even real. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just, if if Thor is anything like that, then then we're going to have such a good time at the movies. Yeah. And I love the meta-ness of it all, where you have Thor commentating. And asking about Thor. He's like, where's the Thor doll? <laughs> and, like, he is a god who theoretically could play with mortals that way. Like, there's so many, just, it's so funny. Like, yeah. I just really, and Chris Hemsworth's mm-hmm. comedic timing has been underutilized in the first two Thor films. So that, in itself, is, like, every, yes. Yes, I want to see him in more comedies. I I love him in Ghostbusters. He was so he was stupid he cute. Great comic timing in <laughs> Ghostbusters. He was, the, he was the gem of that movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, that movie had five movies happening, and his was mm-hmm. one of the stronger of the his, five. His one, yeah. <laughs> I know, I didn't want to take away from the ladies, because the ladies were No, 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 awesome, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, I enjoyed them. But he, it just was, like, such a surprise at how stupid he was. He yeah, because so we'd funny. only seen him so stoic and, and like, you and know, rugged guy. Completely so it was divergent, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, be, and just take away TT, man. It's yeah. Such, It'd uh, be like seeing Kristen Wiig in a Meryl Streep part. It's just yes. so different that it stood out, yes. you know? Uh, so we're going to move on to Fox talking about New Mutants. Now, there have been three casting basically confirmed. These are all but certain until we see them on set. Everything's a variable. But mm-hmm. all but confirmed, we have... Sir Charlie Heaton of Stranger Things as Cannonball. We have Mr. Uh, Henry Zaga of 13 Reasons Why and Teen Wolf confirmed as Sunspot. We talked about that briefly last week. And then we have Blue Hunt, which is an amazing name, (laughs) as Moonstar. Uh, I want to break these down, but first I would like Marquia to talk about everything, including how great Blue Hunt's name is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, Blue Hunt, uh, she's from the originals. Um, I have not had the chance to see the originals. Yes. Oh, there's so much content. And I'm trying to read through the Dark Tower series at the (laughs) same time. Yeah. Uh, So, but I hear it's an extremely strong property, the originals. I I have not found a single person that watches it that does not enjoy Mm -hmm. it. Same. So that says a lot, because a lot of people like to ironic watch or hate 
watch something. No, these are impassioned fans. So uh, apparently this is like one of the greatest castings for it. Uh, as far as uh, the Sunspot casting, it, like I said uh, last week, um, Henry Zaga is a very strong actor. I enjoyed him in 13 Reasons Why. Um, I prefer um, the Afro-Latino Sunspot just because that had so much to do with the... like. That was the original source, and it it had so much to do with what New Mutants is, where it's supposed to be (laughs) the New Mutants, where it's all about diversity. So uh, I do love that they do have a Brazilian actor to go with this, because that's going to carry some flavor. So I I do appreciate that. And Blue Hunt is Native American, yes. Uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, Stranger Things uh, for Charlie Heaton. Which one was he? He was for? the older brother that had the like the edge to him, the the, oh, more, the, the okay. reluctant heartthrob, like not the handsome okay. guy, the the less handsome, the less stereotypically handsome, but awesomely handsome, like the guy that was like the Johnny Depp in uh, in Nightmare. <laughs> Dude was awesome. I, I'm a big Charlie Heaton fan, so I'm like. Yeah, I, I personally like yeah. this kid in the show made me question how much I liked the other kid because the other kid ended up having it's, spoiler alert for Stranger Things. The other kid was such a good actor. He had this crazy redemption moment where he came back to actually help. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but wait, I like them both. Like it was that great moment in like John Hughes movies where you're like, who gets the girl? Uh, <laughs> because Charlie Heaton was so charming and like mysterious and enigmatic. And your thoughts? Yeah, well, uh, another strong casting for it. Um, but since that they... They kind of race bended the other way for me for Sunspot. I would have liked a race bend for Cannonball to kind of even it out. But this is a very strong actor. These are very strong choices. I mean, they're going to embody these roles really well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited to know about Blue Hunt. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because a, this I, yeah. is that's a huge role. Huge. I mean, that's a huge role to embody. So I'm. I might have to I might have to fit in the originals to try to see what this actress brings to the table. And there was actually a commentary on how important that character was because they're talking about the Demon Bear storyline and how that character ties Which into is confirmed. It. Demon Bear. And we brought that up months ago, is, a year ago, like the previs. We've been talking about Demon Bear like forever because I remember saying Demon Bear and being like, hey, I, I get remember to saying talk Demon, Bear. Demon Bear. I sure Matt said it too. Did you say it, Matt? Yes, I said it. Demon Bear. Yeah. <laughs> See, there it goes. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's <laughs> exciting that the Blue Hunt that casting is important, and this is an actress I don't know very much about. So that's awesome. Uh, I can't wait to, to discover new people. And I, I'm a big Charlie Heaton fan, uh, and I don't know Henry Zaga that well, but I am intrigued by all of this and the fact that New Mutants is so important to Fox. Like, they're really investing a lot of time, energy, and, and the script, I've heard, is just incredible. So, uh, what do you think, man? Yeah, I, I'm, I was reading up on Moonstar, because I'm the New Mutants is something I'm not familiar with yet, and I want to re- I've been researching it. And so, the whole Demon Bear kind of um, possessing her might be a core part of the whole horror, horror aspect, and really mm-hmm. the suspense ther- thriller, the, the mind-bending components, that the telekinesis, or the telepathic powers that she has, and makes them um, horror, and have someone, and I think that was last week, you guys were talking about, exploits their greatest fear. So yeah. She might have that. Her powers do that. Mm So she, uh, Demon Bear, might be possessing her and might be influencing the entire team. To where you know people are seeing things or seeing those fears come to life, and that's what might be so fearful. So I mean, that seems like a great casting, and she has a a specific look for for, uh, look for the artists that art that's out there. So seems like a good fit. Yeah, and the great thing about this particular storyline that they're choosing, then yes, it completely fits. You don't need a supervillain because their fears. Are are the villain? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need costumes because you know what there won't be a space hole. 
Yes, there will, there will not be a swirling trash. I'm just, I'm just portal. so done with those. It's yeah. all up here. Only mental space holes. There. Yeah, I'm just hoping that, like, because I thought well, there's a little bit of a parallel between Legion and this concept of the Demon Bear. Ah, yes. So, so there's a little bit of a parallel. It's like I'm hoping that they can keep it unique in its, its own own right. But you know, Noah Holly definitely made this wonderful world there, mm-hmm. and. Hopefully they can do this as just as creepy and horror flicks. And uh, yeah. they're aiming there, so I think so that's be good. Um, yeah. We're going to keep with Fox. We're going to talk briefly about Wolverine because I love the character and he's on the desk. Um, <laughs> Logan producer talked about the hesitancy to basically reboot Wolverine, which is thank you. Uh, Hutch Parker said specifically, "quote I think for the moment our focus really is on other characters. I think there's a part for all of us that feels like Logan, as played by Hugh, is the definitive performance of that character, and I think we're all a little hesitant of the idea of rebooting it in any way. So for the moment, we're going to look at there's so much to explore." In the X-Men universe and to mm-hmm. play with. Uh, Thank Storm you. Solo movie. Storm Solo movie. <laughs> Storm yeah. Solo movie. Storm Solo movie. Please, please, please. Please do that. Please do that. Uh, Wolverine was handled masterfully in Logan and Wolverine is uh, the, f- the problem with most of the X-Men movies is the fact that they're X-Men comma Wolverine or Wolverine comma X-Men movies. Like they don't like let them be X-Men because of how great Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was. Yeah. Give the character some time. In the comics, Wolverine hasn't been alive in like three years now because X-23 is so awesome and that book's incredible. <laughs> so I think the movie's following suit and giving the X-Men time to shine is the right move. Giving New Mutants some space. Giving Deadpool some time to play around. <laughs> uh, I think that Deadpool can be the new Hugh Jackman Wolverine part in that he can kind of like play around with that and you can make it meta you don't have to have him in every movie but you can have a commentary in every movie you can keep a shared universe by having a commentary instead of by having Hugh Jackman just be everywhere it's exhausting the heck you say you want Deadpool to be the sitter now I want (laughs) Deadpool to be in every movie even not mutant movies Can, just, just because every everything, everything, and then uh, and then, and then Ryan Reynolds just yeah. walks by. That <laughs> movie with Samuel Jackson, Ryan Reynolds. I'd like Deadpool to show up and talk to Ryan Reynolds, please. <laughs> the Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Deadpool. Yes. There we go. Um, so I, I think that's a, a smart move. I think that Logan needs some time, and mm-hmm. Logan the movie was so powerful. It'd be kind of like sacrilege to just throw him back in as another person. Um, yeah, it's like no need to rush, no need to cheapen it. You have a lot of material that you can choose, Storm, that you could choose from. So I mean, if you're like... inventing characters for the show, you might as well invent some more. Nice. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> in talking Fox's X-Men run and which characters should have movies and don't yet, the Gambit's movie's still not dead. <sighs> I, I'm the guy that's waiting to buy his Gambit <laughs> ticket. And the producer, Hutch Parker, yeah. also said to Screen Rant, uh, if it was still in the works, quote, it is, it is. <laughs> I don't have any news on that, but there's still a desire and a passionate interest to see that movie made. Um, so Gambit, I feel like we'll talk about this for the next two years. Yeah. I mean, what I need for them to do is that I need for them to do with what happened with Wonder Woman, which is uh, they focus on sincerity mm-hmm. and heartfelt heroics. And I think that you could do that very interestingly with Gambit, especially because of his origin story, because, you know, everything that comes with that, I think you could have a lot of fun playing with that. So I would Absolutely. hope that they would do that. And hey, if they want to do a female director for it, I'm not going to be mm-hmm. angry at it. I'm really not. Um, you know, Marvel doesn't have a really great ratio when it comes to male versus female directors. So out of any property... You know what property, I was so impressed with? with female, like the, the Patty Jenkins directing uh, right. Wonder Woman, which we'll talk about. Uh, I loved the relationship between Chris Pine and Wonder Woman so much more than I ever thought I would because the writing was so important to both of them. You know like what she it, invested so much time and that yes. is how you make Gambit charming. 
that is exactly what you do when you have your love interest or your secondary character you have them exist as a separate person which is why when i saw wonder woman it reminded me of flavors of original um captain america yeah yeah yeah. because and then look at that we got agent carter oh what what because you know this person existed outside of the relationship so it's like that's what we got with wonder woman he's an anti-hero and it's easy to make him not good not likable not important he's a very scummy character very easy to do that and i want them to not take the easy route because there's a reason why we love Gambit. Yeah. You know, and, and I like it because of the heartfeltness. Like, he comes, he's a thief. He's a rogue. I like thieves and rogues. Like, heart of gold. they got a heart of gold. He's got a, he's got a he's glowing the, heart of gold. He's yeah. the chaotic good. Uh, yes, uh, exactly. Go. I mean, to go super nerdum right there. But uh, No, I, we no, love alignments. I know. <laughs> Amalgam Universe. But, yeah, I mean, the, the thing about it with balancing off rogue and, and the... Uh, the comics is like she always checks him because he's always trying to do bad but then he's like all right you know it's it's nice dichotomy and you to have the balance of the contrast Mm -hmm. in an actual movie might be great you know it's funny when i was watching stranger things i thought charlie heaton would be a really good gambit yeah he's got he's got like that 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 flavor of like mischievous but like charming and like the hair he's got like Mm -hmm. a gambitness so it's funny that like you gotta have the hair you gotta have the hair very important very important (laughs) can't have a bald gambit i'm sorry we just he's gotta look through we can can do everything else but he's gotta have the hair and he's gotta look red eyes through the hair very important to me uh we're gonna close out with a world of sony news now these are all little quick bits but there's a lot going on with sony because they are trying to make a shared universe of everything um, yes. Tom Holland spoke with Yahoo Movies about his role in Infinity War, uh, saying, quote, it's been crazy, man. It's been really, really surreal experience uh, about working with the Avengers. When I did Civil War, I only worked with Chris and Robert very briefly. Everyone else was sort of like, I was acting with a tennis ball or all this sort of stuff. I saw everyone, but never got to work with them. For this now, I'm in a situation where I'm on set with all these guys doing scenes, fighting bad guys. It's been a real whirlwind. It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait for this movie. <laughs> this guy is just hanging out with yeah, I can't tell if you're excited or not, Corey. It's excited. Spider-Man and the Avengers. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, I, I love that they finally got this, like, it's it's just all the perfectness for Spider-Man. Because it feels like in the past, we had like, oh, this actor is really great, Peter Parker. Or but, the other way. Yeah. Or the other way, or vice versa. And like here, we have both. And I know we keep on saying, the lip sync battle. But <laughs> the lip sync like, battle. Fun. That no, was so awesome. Right? It's <laughs> oh, great. Man. And, and Zadaya's performance also yes. epic. Yes, but it hits just, just the right now. Yeah. Every yeah. time he does an interview. Erica Badu. Oh. Like anytime Tom Holland does an interview, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Spider-Man. Like, I don't need, I like, I talk Tom Holland's an incredible actor, but I still go, oh, Spider-Man. And that's that's saying a lot, because I've, I've been like, oh, Andrew Garfield, he was great in Boye and Social Network. Like, I mm-hmm. saw his whole... And then with Tobey Maguire, to me, it's Tobey Maguire. Tom Holland, he's just... He embodies everything good about Spider-Man. So I... I those quotes his even... is epic. I mean, yeah, with him on Jimmy Kimmel the other night was just... just I mean, he just so loves everything that he's doing. Yeah, and he's a it's fan bad. since birth, he's and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also had the runtime. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is going to be... Two hours and ten minutes, or 130 minutes, uh, which is not nearly long enough for me. Uh, and then we have a major change to Flash Thompson. Now, this is kind of a spoiler. If It, it felt kind of spoiler light to me, so I remember being like, man, I kind of wish I didn't know that, so avert your ears. Um, quote, one of the main differences from the previous movies is that we don't really have a bully. His main rival, is Fre- his main rival Flash, they have a really fun back and forth. Um, hmm. So he's less of a bully in this movie, and we've kind of talked about how the actor doesn't have the, the the physicality that we think of with Flash. He doesn't have like the from his prior roles. We don't see that 
type of personality type. Well, as in the jock kind the jock of. Bully. But they've there are said, many different kinds of bullies. Yeah, they've talked about yeah. the, the rich for, bully, the, the pop collar yeah, bully. Yeah, this the, is like a magnet school type yeah. of thing, right? So, yeah, I think you'd have more of a, maybe a smart aleck bully, just that person that you just did not just want to run into again today. So, just seems like they're probably going that route with yeah, it. Yeah, it seems like he's still going to be like a negative, but it's not going to be like, locker slam. Uh, which which makes sense for the casting. Yeah, uh, and then keep in mind, you don't have to worry about him, you know, bonding with the symbiote or anything like that. So just keep it into the world that actually, this John Hughes-esque world Ditko Spider-Man exists. Flash Thompson. Like, it's going to be that back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also talked about the Vulture. Uh, they said, quote, the Vulture is realizing there's a black market in trading MCU relics that he can sell his stuff off. Uh, said executive mm-hmm. producer Jeremy Latcham. We're going to see that guy's rise in the criminal underworld. The idea that there's a detritus from the other movies that has been settled and that's hidden and out there, uh, director John Watts added, the vulture, he was just sort of an engineer who built the wingsuit by trying to collect that stuff and do something w- with it. Uh, I found a really interesting approach to what we all want to call a villain, Keaton began. He does corrupt things in order to fight and what he sees as corruption, I think it's a pretty strong argument. That, those three quotes, is yeah. such a cool villain. Like, uh, MCU, we talked about damage control. That almost happened. This yes. is a very similar approach to that. There we go. Uh, and it's not as tied into Iron Man as we all feared. This is more about him finding scraps and being his own man and being an engineer. And it looks like being they're going... entrepreneur. Yeah, he's yeah. just a guy yeah. trying to make it right. He's just trying to make a buck. He's trying to make a buck in this world. He found it. He yeah. didn't even steal it. It's like he's getting it out of other people's way. Like it's an aluminum it's can. It's like a public service. That's five cents. Yeah, He needed it. I get it. Yeah. So it's like, what is this shitara, titaruk technology? I'm getting it out of the way. I can fly now, guys. <laughs> it, it, at least I like the, that moral greatness. It allows mm-hmm. it to, where it's like, yeah, it's right because he's trying to make for his kids or, or whatever. It's it's awesome. And I yeah. think that it really allows for a a a universe that's founded on tech. Yes. Spider-Man is a very, very smart character. We have the Tinkerer. We have Shocker. We now have, like, the Vulture as the main villain. All of these things are based on people building yes. and creating. Yes. And if there's anything we need right now, it's kids to know that being smart is good and important and will get you the right places. So if kids are seeing these people invent things and create lives better for themselves, then that's what a hero movie needs to do. It needs to help kids find out that it's not good to be ignorant on purpose political climate it's yeah. good to learn and achieve so it's, it's, easy, to do that. To, it's easy to choose ignorance yeah, yeah it, it is. ignorance at this point is a choice have so. a book under your butt when you're doing a talk show that's how much you should be reading guys <laughs> be reading all the time uh and spider-man represents that spider-man's a scientist first and that is what they're shaping this movie to be so i'm excited about that aspect uh and then yeah. venom is in because the, of course Venom. Because of, of course, course Venom. Venom. It's of right course here. Venom. I'm so excited. Uh, Venom is basically in the comics having a, a Venom verse. Uh, a few years ago we had the Spider Verse. Now they're actually taking over all different titles with Venom. So to me, they always do that when they're ramping up a, a franchise. Like ah, whenever they have a character up. get important. So mm-hmm. with Venom coming out next year, it's very like, oh, by the way, Venom verse. Like clearly <laughs> they've been like prepping and setting and laying the groundwork. So that to me is showing how much faith. Marvel comics have in this Venom movie, which to me is exciting because Tom Hardy is going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> and uh, they also are talking about basically doing a female-led entire Spider-Verse with you know Black are they Hat, saying Black Silver, Hat, yeah, Silver Sable, Silver Sable, and and I'm really curious. There's so many Jessica amazing, fe- yeah. There's so many yeah. amazing female characters. Uh, there's Stunner. There's Jackpot. There's Dusk. Uh, there's a Ooh, lot of, of yeah. She got she was awesome. Nice because Spider Man like was Dusk and was so like uncomfortable and creepy. Remember <laughs> that when Peter Parker had the Dusk suit and yeah, like messed it, with him? Yeah, and it's like a uh, yes. Let's. I, I like the thing where it's not just Venom. Like mm-hmm. there's there's all these other things that can can affect everything. It's like he's had sixty years of comic that you can look at instead of just making stuff up. Yeah, there there is that. 
So <laughs> he's I, never uh, gonna let it go. Never gonna don't, let it go. Don't even Comic try. Sermon. He won't. <laughs> uh, so I think it's exciting. I I don't know what to expect. I mean, it's always risky when you take characters that are supporting characters and try to combine them. Mm-hmm. So I hope they keep everyone the core of them. I hope that Dusk remains that important character. I hope that Black uh, Black um, Cat stays as important. Like I, anything, I don't want that smashing. I hope that they learn the lesson that we've been learning with X Men when mm-hmm. you're saying like X Men, Logan, you know, Professor X character. Yes, character development is what's important. We don't just want a Street Fighter-esque, let's throw everybody and invent Captain uh, Sawana and put him in there, too, in the Street Fighter movie. It's like, it's not not necessary. We don't need this cluster F of everything that's happening. Give us a couple of characters and give us an actual person. Give us an actual person, because then we will want to follow those people. You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy. You gave us actual people yeah. and they were <laughs> you know, green a tree and, and, a, and a raccoon is yeah. part of it but you gave us actual people and we wanted to follow their adventures into the next movie and now into the movie after that and it's like that is what sells that is what brings us back and these characters have lots of great arcs that can be they condensed do. and not lose the integrity of them because yeah. they've been around so long and to i brought it up last week but the uh, the Next best shared universe, the Fast and the Furious franchise, has always done an amazing job keeping the characters' arcs consistent while also finding more of them. Like, that movie adds another one or two members of the team every movie, but you never feel like there's, like, 15 people on screen that don't know who they are. Right. If they can have this many characters but give them the heart of Fast and the Furious, we'll be in a good spot. And and yeah. that's what I think that they could do. And I think after Logan, like you said, and I think after these movies have done well, hopefully that's what Sony sees as a potential, not as a toy sale. Yeah. Because that's the yeah. other option. Merch. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it used to be. I mean, and that, and that was the problem. That's what happened to Batman and Robin. Like, you know, McDonald's yeah. said they couldn't do something, and then all of a sudden, bat nipples. Like, you know, we don't need a bat credit card, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, the Toy Stories are letting the Power Rangers keep going, so that's one. I that mean, that's one. Uh, that's just one thing. But, uh, I mean, uh, the, this whole world about uh, toys, it's, it's an alternative fun, so I guess we can keep it going. I don't know, yeah. uh, but I think the, the that's a great analogy for uh, Fast and the Furious. It, it is it's going big, but I know the X Men has gone big team wise. I'd like to go small stories. It's mm-hmm. the character building. It is the storm. Storm is number one on the list. Oh. I, I mean, I, I'm Wolverine. <laughs> hello, we we have been doing it. and I love it. And Logan was awesome, but Storm is Storm is due, she and the other characters you. are due. You know, I know I know the gambits there. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, they get it right. I'm okay <laughs> yeah. with it. I'm okay with it. I liked. Scott Summers' story from Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I actually had an arc. I was like, oh, now I'm actually interested in Scott Summers. This mm-hmm. is great. You could actually make a story about this. But they just still don't do enough of it. So hopefully Logan will keep him in the right direction. Yeah. So we're going to close out the news. Uh, we did, I'm going to just say, 32 news stories today in an hour. We that did a coy show. <laughs> was... in an hour. Uh, our last, number 32. Oh. Uh, basically, Marvel is bringing a ton of stuff. And I want you mm-hmm. to talk about this because your boy going to d23 and that's july 14th to 16th if you don't have tickets i recommend it if you're a big enough marvel fan to watch our show you'll probably be happy there uh they're bringing black panther they're bringing thor they're bringing probably first looks of both of those things what do you want to see black panther i mean what do you want to see on black panther what, what Just Chadwick Bosman walking around like me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm Black Panther. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Like, let me touch you. I don't want to touch. Right there, we go. Ah, sneak preview. This is D23. This is Friday. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I would do. And uh, oh god, if Angela Bassett was there, I would just like I would melt. I, I wouldn't. 
I, I wouldn't be able to, I'm not able to talk right now. No, it's this like is that, without even Angela Bassett. It's the idea would, of Angela that Bassett That would happen. Just if she was standing there and probably the first thing out of my mouth would be like, I loved you in Strange Days. And that's weird. You don't bring up like <laughs> yeah. a movie that they did decades ago. But I did. Yeah. And I, I thought she's, I, and I think she's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quiet now. So that, that'll be D23. It'll be a lot of this. If Marquia, if you see Marquia there hyperventilating, know that Angela Bassett might have just walked by. Uh, it, it's very possible. Uh, so D23 is going to have all that. Now, we have just covered all of these things, and I, I'm, I'm surprised and proud. We should go to the Mary Marvelites, and I want you to run through Ooh. the glory that has been. We had a couple questions from last week uh, that oh, we missed. We that they're did on we, there. Yeah, they're, they're on there? Oh, great. So uh, Thank go, you, Ollie. Run with it. Okay, great. So, yes, Mary and Marvelites. Uh, first up, uh, we have some shout-outs for people. Uh, so, Ty Den at Ty Den 19 Hair Silvero at Sexy Hair Bear, uh, <laughs> Gabby Lopez at Gabby underscore 109. Um, oh, wait, IO9. IO9. Yeah, yep. IO9. Uh, Travis McDaniel at Travis underscore MCD32. New Geek Haven at New Geek Haven and Richard Russo, nice last name, at Dangeruso, Dangeruso Tutu. Ah, nice. <laughs> and we have um, Elangi Rosaro uh, at Elangi underscore R. Hi, my B day was on the 30th. Can I get an awesome shout out? She's on, uh, she's, oh, she's in New York City on vacay. I mean, awesome. awesome Matt does singing, out. I do sexy. You, you handle awesome. I mean, oh, okay. Make it awesome. Uh, Elangi, oh my God, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> This the most awesome day has just happened on the 30th. You are going to have your birthday. Do you know how awesome you are? Do you have any idea how awesome Elanji Rosaro is? You are awesome. Have an awesome 30th birthday. If there's one word I'd use to describe that, it was awesome. It was awesome. She had an awesome birthday. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, James Anderson at J-R-M-A-N, uh, no, 9-1. Hey, guys, it's my birthday tomorrow. Can I get a sexy shout out from Gooey? Looks like you were born in 91. I, uh oh. Uh... Yeah. I remember 91. Oh, that was a good year. A good year. And With you a know, good day. The most important part of 91 was, well, it brought James Anderson into my life. So uh oh. Happy birthday. Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> like, I went to like on safari. <laughs> I went like there's uh, like a there's like a Caribbean happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like, I, I literally typed in sexy music. <laughs> 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 and I could preview it so I was like hoping it Let's would work. See what happens. Yeah, no. There's like a slow drum rhythm <laughs> into it. Happy birthday, James Anderson. That's how yeah. we say sexy around here. That is, that is how we do. Uh, and the shout out to Christina Farrow at uh, Kinetic Fox. Uh, thanks for the glitter and gold Marvel video. Oh, that, you yeah. said. that was fun. Thanks. Um, and then Neva R. Williams at Neva R. Williams uh, because he was uh, getting other people to be involved and join us on Marvel Movie News. So thank you. We appreciate Please you. Please have your, all your friends do. So for questions, um, Paul Jones at Swati. If Marvel were to create a new mutant in the comic books, would the film rights automatically go to Fox? Uh, and then dot, dot, dot. Great show. Winky face. Hmm. Um, I don't think they I, I would it, do I any it, mutant because of that. Yeah, I think it does go over to them, like whenever they create That's something. That's why they couldn't so, say mutant, they had to say miracle children. Right. So I think it would. Yeah, so... <laughs> Until that deal gets made. We'll see, which is a possibility. It went from an impossibility last November to a possibility. What's that, Matt? You confirmed that Fox and Marvel have it? <laughs> Matt, you can't stop us. <laughs> that was totally a Matt question. Yeah. That was a Matt question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Dean at Nolan Dean 27. Spider-Man Homecoming opens next month. What's your favorite moment from any Spider-Man related media? What up, dude? 
Um, <laughs> let's see. No one, no one, no one, no one. We had to talk about this, young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the moment in the animated series. Oh, man, there's so many. Animated series Aunt May stuff felt right. Yeah. Um, Spider Man 2 Doc Ock stuff felt really important and like Spider Man. Um, you know, actually, I'm going to say of any Spider-Man non-comic medium, because that's too much. I can't even begin. Right. Uh, I would say the moment we meet him in his apartment and he's carrying a DVD player because he can't afford anything else. He's wearing a pizza math joke shirt and he's flabbergasted by Iron Man is the most accurate to the MCU Spider-Man. I think that's the most like honed in version of, of it's specific. And I think okay. Spider-Man specific. So I'm going to go with like the introduction of him in the MCU is the most accurate for for where we're going. Okay, so for me, um, and I'm going to have to pick a tragic moment uh, because it really hit me because I I didn't expect for them to go there. It has to be when he was not able to save Gwen Stacy. Look at you, like an Amazing Spider-Man 2 moments. Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, yeah, that just, that really got me. I mean, I'm my mind movie is like rolling on it right now, and that really affected me. Mm-hmm. So I kudos to them for that moment. The 121 in the clock to me in that moment was the coolest thing. Oh. Like the, so she died. It is 121, right? Yeah. And yeah. The, the clock but it stops Does at it one say minute, 20? 21, oh. an hour. And, yeah, that yeah. attention to detail is why I love. Yeah, movies. Oh. So yeah, that, those are probably. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? What's your favorite? Oh, uh, you know that one song and dance in Spider-Man Three. Was per- <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, get out. Uh, get out. Oh, get out. Get out. I gotta get out. out. I gotta get out. Yes. Get out. There it is. <laughs> gotta get out. Uh, no, I uh, I love Doc- the Doctor Octopus whole like arc. Uh, really, yeah. it was it was spectacular. Yeah, Melina knocked um, it out of the park. Melina's acting on that was great. Yeah. So I, I, everything was believable, and I was like, his performance was epic. So uh, his great. and then the MCU, uh, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. kind of world. Yeah. Okay, so uh, J Soap, uh, at J Soap, S-O-P-P-E, might be Soap. Since Adam Warlock won't be in Infinity War, according to Gunn, uh, which hero will assume his role in leading the troops against Thanos? This is something that we were kind of dabbling about with earlier, because you have to think, they're not going to introduce any more new characters, because they already have Mm -hmm. the characters, so it's what we have to work with right now so it's like my my number one guess was nebula because like in the comics she gets a hold of well you know she has that mortal wound she gets a hold of the gauntlet and she's like and i'm gonna fix everything and forgetting that you know she's gonna end up dying because of that so my thought was nebula but if she hasn't even seen her script yet Mm -hmm. that that might be a real long shot i'm gonna say tom hardy is venom (laughs) retroactively no. <laughs> uh, I, would, <laughs> I think it's gonna go captain america iron man having to put their differences aside uh i think that as far as filmmaking storytelling goes the best way to redeem what happened in civil war and having them split is them having to get their separate teams together and basically lead the charge against thanos together it shows brotherhood it shows a fixing of the arc it shows that the fact they've always been brothers it shows the team is melding together like the avengers always do what i would do if i was uh, running this situation uh is have the moment where neither of them can take them out of their own they have to unite the teams and it's going to be both cap and iron man so it's going to be like cannon fodder superheroes yes it's going to be bloody but it's going to be glorious (laughs) oh wow it's the only way they can go it's yeah well vision's probably not going to be in the picture by that point so you know they can't no no that's probably going to be the first thing that happens yeah yeah pop that stone out yeah because we've seen him as a human in, in, in behind the scenes photos which means they're like 
you have to care about him. What if we make him look as human as possible? Like maybe Ooh. a human. Kill him. Oh. <laughs> That's what they do, man. You gotta, yeah. They kill the puppy. It's John Wick. I wonder how graphic they're going to be when they get that stone out. Oh, <sighs> all depends. We'll see. Oh, maybe a lot of circuitry. Maybe. Yeah. Bio, bio-organic goop or something. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Intrigue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have a guess with it, Aaron? Or? Uh, we are Groot. Uh, that's about all I have for <laughs> I like who that. would leave that. So, I like that. You know. Groot wins the day. Groot Always. Wins. At, okay, the director's cut at underscore director's underscore cut. Are Disney and Sony working better together than we might think? Uh, comic Venomverse will do good things for the Venom movie. Oh, we just talked about that. Yeah, we just Yeah, did. I agree, director's cut. Uh, I think that's yeah. exactly what they're shaping up to. So, Sam Page. Yeah, because you know what? They like money. They do. They it's do like money's like money. a good thing, and happy fans are even better. And because money then and they happy spend fans, more money. That's the dream. So, yeah. So uh, so we have uh, Todd Kaplan. Uh, Matt. Oh, this one's for Matt. Your wife, Brittany, uh, is a joy. Congratulations and be great to each other. I've been watching this show uh, since the beginning, and like fine wine, it keeps getting better. Thanks for the hard work, and bring Doom back as much as possible, and Sizzler Kissler, too. Both are awesome and so very knowledgeable. Yeah, yes. Todd, what up, man? Yeah, we love Zach, and we adore Alan, and we love Brittany. So, uh, Stephen Atkins, uh, uh, I, I don't know what this really pertains to. Uh, no, hosts, I'm the idiot. Uh, four exclamation points. Uh, 1993, it was a good year to be a three-year-old, exclamation point. All this news is awesome, five exclamation points. April is really pretty. <laughs> exclamation point. Yes, she is. April's mm-hmm. great. Okay, and then from uh, Jessica's Whiskey 50, uh, at, um, at underscore plates of bacon. I think it's at 50 underscore plates of bacon. At 50 plates of bacon. Either way, there's there 50 plates of bacon. Yeah. Uh, this one was to me, uh, please make a reaction video when the Black Panther trailer hits. It would mean everything to me. So I've made a promise to basically ugly cry on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There will be snot. <laughs> there will be tissue. We saw just the idea and, and we're of gonna Angela Bassett. In, we're going to instantly <laughs> meme that picture, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Yeah. Before you do it, actually. <laughs> Yay, I'm I'm gonna commit to it. So I already know. I already know with that. Uh, so uh, for pictures, we have a uh, Al- uh, Alanji Rosaro again. Remember the awesomeness. Right? Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. The awesome. Uh, yes, she has a picture. She was at Midtown Comics in New York, and she had a new copy of Doctor Strange. And she has a beautiful big smile. And she's in the hallway, and there's uh, all these Midtown Midtown uh, Comics posters behind her. And she's oh so happy with her new uh, Doctor Strange. And I I love her hair. She's got this braiding thing going on. So, yes, thank you for that picture, Elanji. And then uh, also from uh, Adriana M. at Chaotic86, but I believe that O is a, no, that's probably an O. Uh, <laughs> uh, just sending y'all some strange love from this past weekend's Niagara Falls Comic Con. And she uh, is there with two other Sorcerer Supremes. And she looks fantastic. And uh, something that I want to note, that in the background, there is uh, Vigo the Carpathian. Yes, right there. That's and beautiful. as soon as I saw that, I was like, I need this crossover. I want <laughs> this 16th century medieval tyrant Who you sorcerer. Who are you going to call? Dr. Strange? <laughs> You're going to call Dr. Strange? <laughs> it's like, I just need one issue. Two issues. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to be two issues. I get it. Demon Realm, Ghosts, it's all plays. Yes. Uh, but yes, thank you for the pictures and thank you for the comics. So that is a is a whole show. That is that is a lot of information. That, we that caught was. up on Marvelites. Woo. Zesty. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up. But first, anything you want to talk about, good sir? No. Oh wait, we should, wait, 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 wait. I mean, wait. it's the, the amalgam, amalgam universe. universe. It's the amalgam. I mean, oh, we he has didn't. Some few, I got a couple you guys. minutes. Yeah, 
we do have a couple of Bait minutes. Bait switch. Couple, couple yeah, switch. in a Sumagam universe, if you don't want to see your uh, Marvel movie news people talking about Wonder Woman, then... I saved it for the end. That way, if you yeah, guys, if you, you guys are now, if you're not the biggest, uh, uh, if you didn't see Wonder Woman yet, so we're going to talk spoilers. And if you don't, are want, we going to talk spoilers? I mean, it came out a week ago. The light spoilers. Spoiler light. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it again next week. reactions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, if you if you don't want to see us talk about DC or you don't want to see us talk about Wonder Woman, now you can head out. Uh, I do not want any anti-DC. I do not want any Marvel vs. DC nonsense. This is not Bloods and Crips. They've done nothing to your family. Uh, <laughs> the movie was amazing. We're going to talk about it. And if you don't like that, this is why I saved it for the end, so you can you can have a good day. Carry yeah. on. Yeah. So, just be like a couple minutes of just a, Of just excitement. Enjoying. Yeah. Enjoying. Because we're nerds. We're all nerds. And, and we got a great victory on this yeah. day. And Patty yes. Jenkins was almost... M- MCU. She was. So she was almost there. So, you know. <laughs> it yeah. ties in. And it it's the Malcolm in. Universe. Uh, I think that it was very, very important to both DC and Marvel in that it gave us a movie that relied on character, much like Logan did, mm-hmm. but also relied on the character's strengths and weaknesses. It did amazingly at showing, like, this innocent naivete. It did a beautiful job showing fight choreography. It gave us a Wonder Woman that, like, we didn't know how that character would go because we've only had the Zack Snyder movies and right. it was it was so innocent and wonderful and love was the message and it was so full of heart and compassion and it made you want to do better and be better and that's what Wonder Woman is. She makes you want to be better yeah. and it did it. That's what heroes are supposed that's to be. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what they do. You don't leave sad. Yeah, and, and well, the, Logan, the thing about it, well, well, you can, you can, <laughs> you can, can leave pretty sad. Uh, the thing about this was that the sincerity is, and that's something that um, well, that we've been missing with mm-hmm. DC, and that we've been missing with Marvel. Let's actually be completely honest here, where it's like this sincerity and this wealth, this wealth of character development for this particular. It's like because it almost seems like we've had heroes that were just a little bit too cool for school. You know, they were. It was a little bit more irony, or you know, like you know, uh, tongue and cheek, cheek yeah. you know you know do the ribs kind of a thing and with wonder woman what you see is what you get and what you get is this beautiful well-rounded person that we don't deserve but it's not about what we deserve and the writing was so good the scene on the boat with them talking and like the the fish out of water meets comedy meets character development that was such like from a from a filmmaking standpoint Mm -hmm. exposition character development character bonding and love story forming in one scene, the writing in that was so tight. And then when they went to London, walking through the town and the baby moment, there were so many moments that like evolved while giving exposition. That is so hard to do in a freaking superhero epic. And it was three acts. Mm-hmm. You had you had her world, you had um, our world, yeah. and then you had the aftermath with an and you know some pretty pretty cool fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Some pretty cool fight scenes happened with that. And then like there's that one scene, and I won't say what it is um but it happens you know during the the third part where there was one scene that was actually going to be cut like they they were feeling it patty jenkins was feeling it uh when you see the movie uh, you will know what i mean by which this entire segment of what they do and it's it's basically you see like yes if you had to pick a moment for me it was yes this is when diana became wonder woman Mm -hmm. this is her right there and like this is what I want, and oh my god, I'm tearing up a little bit. Um, it because it's it's so passionate, it's so sincere, it's heartfelt heroics, and it's what we've been missing. Mm-hmm. It's like we haven't paid attention to that, and I don't know why with this whole superhero genre that we don't want to get real. The scene you're talking about, uh, which is probably one of my top ten scenes of any superhero movie ever. Uh, right. The I think we're talking about the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we, well, we can say this. No Man's Land. Yes. The No we Man's Land that. scene was, I think, 
one of the strongest character uh, cocoon moments. Like that moment yeah. where the, 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 the character becomes the hero. Yes. That moment was like, it was visually that, it was physically that, it was emotionally that. Like there was so much to that scene and it was so powerfully built up. Like you felt Chris Pine's character like wanting to stop her. You felt the other guys being like, what does she do? Everyone had an arc and continued an arc from that moment. Yes. And that's so hard because usually my problem with a lot of superhero movies is after the cocoon moment, everything kind of falls away. You know what I mean? Like, and now they're Wonder Woman. Peace. Like, nothing else. And this didn't have that. It just escalated the stakes, which is what good writing does and what good directing does. Nothing felt like it was different. It just felt like it was new. Does that make sense? Like, it just got bigger. And, And Patty Jenkins, like... There was so much heart and beauty. The directing in this, like the yeah, it's the, it's obvious that she had to fix a lot of things though, so because amazing. I'm and and it's, she did such a great job about it. It's like everything. Well, not everything. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's there, perfect. There's there's some things that I'm just like, oh, okay, that that was a little bit too seventies of a moment for me. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, ending, <laughs> but uh, you know, continuing on, I'm not gonna go into that but um for for what it was yes it totally deserves this 93 percent on and uh, rotten tomatoes oh her performance yeah gal gadot she was a beast she, yes she is what you want wonder woman to be her fighting was 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 beautiful and elegant yeah. but fierce her character was naive and loving but intelligent it's yes, so hard to play naive and intelligent like, like, like that, she, that, didn't, that she didn't know the society that didn't make her an idiot right yeah like she didn't go like dumb she went naive but loving and compassionate yeah. and that's like how the world should be more of like if you don't know something don't hate it love it like yeah. it just it's like she's right even though she wasn't right in that right. situation it's like oh yeah i can see why that works her enjoying <laughs> ice cream was more important than most superhero movies moments get to be yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. that, that, that was, that was yeah. a moment that was touching mm-hmm. I, I loved her naivete of always like when she was like how do you fight in this these little things about taking in mm-hmm. our, mm-hmm. our the times contemporaneous of clothing and culture mm-hmm. and being like this makes no sense like yeah. i'm a fighter and i don't understand why you're wearing these weird little garbs or anything like that <laughs> just little touches in writing were great the yeah. opening on paradise island with all of the amazons training was staggering like yeah. I, I didn't know how much i needed that scene like when i just landed on this island and there's just like these powerful women just handling their own and like robin wright is Ooh. everything robin wright does is like can she run for president yeah um but yeah. this movie was that plus being a superhero yeah. and then like i want to give full credit to chris pine the dude was a leading man in a movie not about him and yeah. he was a supporting character with the leading man arc. That's so hard to do. Like, he didn't outshine her. He didn't distract from her. He built so her up. So it can be done right? with that secondary character, no matter their gender. That's what so I mean. It's like, he, that's great. He played Let's that continue that. And, and because the, we enjoy that. The chemistry and, yeah. like, his, his humor and, like, the style of humor that worked. And, mm-hmm. like, I just, I loved so much of it. Yeah. That, that was light more. spoilery. Light spoiler. Light spoiler. I think yeah, we didn't go too in depth with things. So if you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. Uh, if you guys want to talk to us about it, tweet us. Uh, I didn't want to spend you yeah. know too much time on our show talking about it, but I did want to touch on it because the feud is silly. Uh, <laughs> we are comic fans that read comics, and guess what? Wonder Woman's a comic, and it was great. So we should all <laughs> celebrate it, not try to cause some sort of riff or problem because it's a it's a it's an achievement for all of us. And if movies continue to be this good, we don't have to lose them. And if movies continue to have this message, we can actually start caring 
caring about each other instead of being dumb. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that this was important for a hundred reasons, and I think Patty Jenkins needs to do everything, maybe. Uh, and and Gal, or, you like, know, more female directors. Yeah, everyone. more yeah. female I mean, directors. I hope I hope production I studios that. start to. This is going to change their, their whole like look outlook on certain certain properties. Give me She Hulk. Give me Black She-Hulk. Widow. Give me Spider yeah. Woman. Give yeah. me everything. Everything. It just I mean, it's going to push the writing up too for everybody. Right, because it yes. has to be. It has to be because, because the, now the it's, it's a new bar now. The, like I said, those yeah. two scenes, the writing of those two scenes for me, the London and the and the boat scene, that is now my bar of of, of uh, mortal immortal interactions. Like that is so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was it was executed so well. The first two acts were great. The third, you know, you know, you can your opinion. Most superhero movies have problems, but mm-hmm. they always have their issues. But this was just so well constructed. It's got to change the game for everybody. Yeah, every and, character, and it deserved to make two hundred million dollars. Yes, <laughs> so glad I made all that money. I'm just wow. like, I'm is just it two hundred so million already? Uh, I thought one hundred. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, domestic. Oh, Smash that yeah. 65 goal. Oh. Just like, yeah. Yeah, done. <laughs> yes, so uh, obviously this is something that fans have been missing, and we want more of it. Yes, Patty Jenkins, yes, but yes, more female directors, more of a different voice with things, because mm-hmm. this works. And it's been proven to work. And versatility so. is how we keep things alive. We talk in the show yes. all the time about, uh, like, you know, this genre versus that genre. Mm-hmm. This was something else. This is honestly what I wanted Cap 1 to be. So I <laughs> really appreciate it existing and fly your invisible jet and go see it. Um, so now yeah. we'll actually close out. Yes. Uh, uh, where can they find you, Aaron? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Milk at, or on Instagram at Pork is Joy. And thank you very much for having me on here. I, I appreciate thank it. Thank you for these. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y or Snapchat, Darth Thinmints. Darth is Invader. Thinmints says in Girl Scout cookies. Uh, I do Screen Junkies News, so you can uh, catch me on there. And also, uh, yes, on Mondays, I do After Buzz on After Buzz TV, which is our sister network, I do WWE Raw After Show, and I just hosted uh, last night's After Show where it was the Raw After Extreme Rules. It was super funny. Had some great guests you know, on the panel, so go ahead and check that out. You can find me at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U on Instagram and Twitter. I just did the Schmodown and spoiler alert, it went well. Uh, so you can watch <laughs> that now. I also do a lot of Screen Junkie stuff and I just started this thing called Insta Reviews I'm doing. I'm using my ability to speak very fast and enjoy media to tell you guys how I think about things in about a minute on Instagram. So if you want to see any of those specifically, if you have any requests about comics, about movies, about life, about books, send me a request. I'll make a video about it and I love you guys so much and thank you. Have a good show. We thing life. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.